following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it does not matter who the host is. That is correct. That is very accurate. Today is Wednesday. Wow, I feel like I'm echoing even worse today. Um, Today's Wednesday. Yes, for sure. Wednesday, 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 November the 10th of 2021, day 314th of the year. Yes. Yes, 314th, where is the good times gone? And only, only, only 51 days left to go before we get to the end of this thing. That's for sure. Anyways, how are you? Hopefully everything is good and grand as you are getting to the start of your morning, depending. I, well, I guess I should probably say that depending on where you're located, because it could be um, potentially not the start of your morning. Uh, that's for sure, as we are talking. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from our undisclosed studio still it sounds like um as we are doing the things that we are doing on this lovely 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 wednesday um also we are broadcasting across the multiverse of safety fm and hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other station that we hang out also known as radio big anyway so that's what's going on um right now first thing in the morn um as we are hanging out so anyways let's start talking right away about things that are going on inside of the multiverse of ours and let's start talking about what is going on to the top five fiction and non-fiction uh, currently of the New York Times bestsellers list. So taking it from the very top of the things that we do, here we go at the number five spot according to the fiction category, The Wish. At number four, The Lincoln Highway. And number three, Dune. Go figure, the movie came out, so of course you know that that was going to be popular. Uh, what else? What else do we got? What else do we have here? Um, at number two, The Judge List. And at the number one spot, according to the fiction category, is Better Off Dead. According to the nonfiction category, taking it from number five to number one, The Storyteller by Dave Grohl. I do mention Dave Grohl because, you know, hey, he was in Nirvana and Foo, and he's currently in Foo Fighters. I mean, so there you go. At number four, Not All Diamonds and Rose. At number three, best witches. And I, I should have said wishes, but damn, I said the wrong thing. Best wishes, warm regards. Um, at number two, the renegades. Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen wrote a book. I did not know that. That is news to me. Um, and at the number one spot, I guess I'll go author as well. Uh, going there with Katie Couric. So there you go. Some interesting stuff always coming around and about and all that fun stuff as we are talking. So don't worry about that. Not going too far inside of the category. Anyway, so you know how this goes around here. This is the way that our world rolls out. We come in, we talk about what is going on inside of the world of the news. You come in, you take a listen and you um, hang out with us. I bring in some professional broadcasters that 
know what the hell they're talking about. And then we come back and then we'd have some discussions of the things we should have been talking about in the first place. That's normally how the rollout goes. It doesn't necessarily mean that it'll always take off that way, but that's normally how it happens. Anyways, let me bring you my friends um, from Feature Story News and we'll get them rolling and bowling right now. Here is the news on the Radio Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's returning to the COP26 climate summit in Glasgow, urging countries to come together for our planet. The first draft of a communique from the summit has been published, which sets out what negotiators hope attending nations will agree to. It seeks to avoid global temperature rises of above 1.5 degrees Celsius. UK Health Secretary Sajid Javid is in Glasgow and says further progress is needed. It's fair to say that, uh, that we're at a pivotal moment, and that's why it's right that the Prime Minister himself is coming here today. We, we've made a lot of progress on coal, on cash, on trees. Uh, we've got a great track record ourselves, but we're not quite there yet in terms of the ultimate goal, which is keeping temperature rise to 1.5%. It's good progress, but we're not quite there, and, and I think it's right that we have this one big final push with world leaders, and it's right that the Prime Minister is leading that. EU officials are in Poland for talks over the escalating migrant crisis at the border with Belarus. Poland accuses Belarus of orchestrating the situation with support from Moscow. Hundreds of migrants are stuck at the border in freezing conditions. Germany's recorded its highest ever daily total of new COVID-19 cases. Hospitals say they're seeing a big increase in intensive care admissions, the vast majority of which are unvaccinated patients. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. Recording almost 40,000 new COVID-19 cases Wednesday, Germany has once again broken its daily pandemic record. The country's seven-day incidence rate also continues to climb. It currently sits at 232.1 per 100,000 people. Again, another pandemic record. In response to growing pressures, several hospitals have begun to delay planned surgeries and vaccine passport rules are being tightened in regional hotspots. Trent Murray, Berlin. India's hosting the national security advisors of Russia, Iran and five Central Asian countries for a special discussion on Afghanistan. Security in the region and the provision of humanitarian aid to the war-torn nation are at the top of the agenda. Ishan Gurg reports from FSN New Delhi. India's National Security Advisor Ajit Doval has called for greater cooperation and close consultation on Afghanistan. His counterparts from Tajikistan and Uzbekistan too agree. India had called for the meeting after last year's talks were cancelled due to the pandemic. The main agenda was countering terrorism and drug trafficking from Afghanistan. But experts say the outcome of the meeting may not have a real impact, especially as the Taliban was not a party to it. Nor were the two other major regional players, China and Pakistan, both of whom declined India's invitation. But the meeting may end up deciding a common approach that regional players will take in dealing with the new regime in Kabul. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today at the growing presence of Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, in a big political debate here in Washington. Over the last three weeks, she has written to Democratic leaders in Congress, urging them to pass provisions for 12 weeks of paid family and medical leave for new parents in the United States. She has also cold-called Republican senators, pressing them on the issue and catching them by surprise when they answer the phone to hear her 
her voice on the other end of the line. And yesterday she appeared at the New York Times Deal Book Summit to campaign over paid parental leave. I've been gone from the U.S. for a really long time and to come back and to see that the U.S. is one of only six countries in the entire world that doesn't offer any form of national paid leave. I guess my approach was the same as it's been since I was really young. When I was 11 and I saw something that was wrong on TV, I put pen to paper and wrote a letter about it. So on this, I said, well, let me write a letter and let me pick up the phone and make some calls and see if I can help. It's just, to me, it seems like a really logical and obvious thing to do, and I'm happy that I'm able to support it. All of this comes after unnamed friends and associates told reporters that the Duchess covets a political career and is considering a run for office. She'll be in Washington in a few weeks to attend a dinner for women lawmakers on Capitol Hill. Some of them may be wondering if she has any plans to try and join their number. I'm Simon Marks. To recap the top stories, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's returning to the COP26 summit in Glasgow, urging countries to come together for our planet. EU officials are in Poland for talks over the escalating migrant crisis at the border with Belarus. Germany's recorded its highest ever daily total of new COVID cases, and India's hosting the national security advisors of Russia, Iran and five Central Asian countries for talks on Afghanistan. That's the latest feature story news. Oli Barrett reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. Together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. <laughs> Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. 
how sometimes there's plans for everything out there? You have plans of going back to the gym. You have plans on eating right. You have plans on doing a diet. You know, all those things. What if I told you that you can make a plan to stop male pattern baldness? And let me tell you how you can start this journey off right now with my friends at Keeps. All you have to do is go to the website keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S.com slash safety to receive your first month free of treatment. Keep in mind, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. So all you need to do is go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safety to find out more and to get your plan rolling. Now keep this in mind. For a limited time, get your first month free. Claim your offer at K-E-E-P-S. That's keeps dot com slash safety. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safety. Okay, there you go, there you go, there you go. Where, where are we at? Where are we at here? Let's see, what's the time? 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely, lovely, lovely morning um, doing the things that we do. A lot of stuff always going on inside of the world of the news. At least it seems that way as we are getting to hang out and do everything across the board. You know, I have to tell you, after being such a long period of time in such a dark studio, it is amazing to me um, the, the level of brightness. Yeah, I mean, let's just not lie here. The level of brightness that is encountered inside of this place. Uh, so there you go. A lot of stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I'm always kind of hung up about it not being dark enough, you know, wherever I hang out. So there you go. Here, Here's the brightness at all cause, um, if, if anything there. Anyways, like I said, 15 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get into the world of the news and the things that are circulating and that we were able to find for this lovely morning. Anyways, the largest 3D neighborhood will soon be developed in Texas. I did say 3D. Uh, The project created by Lennar and Icon will feature 100 single-story homes printed on site using an advanced robotic construction and a concrete-based building materials. The cost of the project is unknown. Earlier this year, uh, Icon created a 3D home for a 71-year-old Tim Shea, um, who is the first person to ever live in a 3D printed home. So I don't know. I mean, I take a look at this and I go, okay, that is the world of the IG. Is that something that you would be inclined for? Would that be something that you would be um, interested in in regards of doing that? Would you want to, uh, to be able to do the, the thing here where you get to live in a 3D printed home? Would you want to live into uh, this whole thing where you have the opportunity of doing that? I don't know. I look at it and I go, there's so many different things and aspects that you can take a look at when it's all said and done. I don't. I mean, I just don't truly know yet if that would be something that would be encouraging to me in regards of uh, wanting to live in a 3D printed home. But that's me. I mean, what about you? Would you want to do that? 
Or would you turn around and say, uh-uh, this is not uh, this is not the correct thing for me? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. 3D printed homes, I guess that'll be a conversation that will be ongoing for some time here. Anyways, an Austrian brothel is uh, <laughs> is infanticizing people. Uh, yes, incentivizing people who get COVID-19 with the promise of free sex. No, seriously. Uh, Reuters reports that the Fun Palace in Vienna is offering uh, the free jab every Monday through the end of November for any man who gets poked. Uh, on the site, they'll be gifted a 30-minute session with a lady of their choice uh, because um, that has skyrocketed the following incentive program, according to the Fun Palace director. So I guess it's one of those things that um, if you actually go out there and get poked, you get to give a poke? I mean, I don't know. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. There, a 23-year-old woman revealed that she almost lost her leg after taking a high-intensity spin class. Hold on. What kind of class is this that it's that intense uh, that you almost lose your leg? I mean that's uh that seems a little bit severe to me, but that's just something that I'm that I'm saying. But there you go. What do I know? Um, anyway, so that's um, pretty intense. Let's continue talking. Um, Caitlin Franco revealed on TikTok that she was diagnosed with some word that I'll never be able to pronounce, a potentially fatal condition that involves a breakdown of muscle tissue. The video, which has been viewed 3.5 million times, Franco revealed that she um, had to undergo emergency surgery. Doctors were able to save her leg and half um, her leg and her life by removing the muscle that was breaking down into the bloodstream she will suffer lifelong complications um, from the issue worth noting 26,000 people developed this form of uh issue each year so here's my here's my question here's the thing that i want to ask you because i'm intrigued by it um when it's all said and done when it's all said and done don't you have to sign off on some kind of weird uh i guess form that tells you, hey, that you are taking a high risk because of what you're doing. I think that that happens with any kind of uh, classes, with any kind of uh, thing that uh, could be potentially workout mechanism, just kind of the way that it goes. I mean, I'm not saying it's the right. I'm not saying that it's wrong, but it's something to think about for sure. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things that it's always mind-boggling to me that... We have to take, sign off on risk for all these things that could potentially happen. So just keep that in mind. Anyways, a mother and a young daughter survived a 100-foot fall while hiking in northern Oregon over the weekend. Sheriff deputies were called on Sunday afternoon to assist the woman and her 2-year-old child after they slipped onto the path into the chilly creek below. Bystanders also rushed to help, including an off-duty ER doctor. The pair were hospitalized, uh, and though neither had serious injuries from the fall. So, I mean, let's talk about it. What kind? Of, I mean, I when I start thinking about hiking, especially living in the flat land of Florida, I don't know what that what that looks like. I don't know exactly um, what I'm supposed to come up with. I don't know exactly um, how that's supposed to come about. Because here's the gig. Flatland, when you start thinking hiking, I'm thinking old school style. I'm thinking, you know, 
hook it on to stuff. You have some clamps. You have something uh, where you're trying to get up and go around and all that. I mean, if that's not the case, that might be a different story. But that's what comes to mind right away. So what kind of hike were we doing? Or were you just talking about, you know, what I should be thinking about? The traditional, I'm just walking and moving and grooving and all that kind of fun stuff. I mean, I don't know. Just something to think about for sure. As we are talking on this lovely Wednesday, currently 21 minutes past the top of the hour. Anyways, nearly three weeks after um, the remains of Brian Laundry were found in a Florida nature reserve, a woman in the <laughs> is continuing to search for additional bones. The unidentified woman who documents her mission on TikTok. How is she undocumented if um, she's on TikTok? Uh, somebody has to do who the hell she is. Uh, spends about five hours a day sifting through swamp with stick, in, uh, according to the sign. Uh, her 1.2 million followers are intrigued by the possibility of finding more evidence of this bizarre case. So, I mean, I don't know. What's the thing here? Like, she continues to do this for a reason. Uh, so what's going on and how does 1.2 million people not know who the hell she is? Can we get some identification, please? Anyways, a 26 year old uh, morgue employee from Kansas City was arrested last month after DNA tests revealed that uh, the child she birthed was a result of necrophilia or necrophilic intercourse. Yes, necrophilic intercourse. Jennifer Burrow is accused of having sex with dozens of corpses after um, over the last two years, which has ultimately led to the birth of her baby boy earlier this year. There are currently no laws governing explicit um, um, outlawing the practice of necrophilia since the corpse is considered human remains and no longer living. Burrow faces faces a total of 158 charges of incidents of indecent treatment of corpse, disorderly conduct, indecent exposure, and possession of illegal drugs. Now, I have to tell you, I mean, let's just be real here. There is so many questions that come about when it comes to this. Okay, so let's kind of start off with the most important part where, yes, this is ultimately wrong. I can't believe that somebody's doing this because that's all important stuff. But also at the same time as this comes up, you have to ask the question, how did the hell did she get this to work? I mean, there is just some simple science uh, that has to occur here for me to understand on how someone gets pregnant and I don't understand uh, how this actually worked. So if somebody could explain, I would love to, um, to have a better understanding because I for sure do not understand. And I'm sure that this is going to be a story for another day. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, jurors in the the Kyle Rittenhouse murder trial were shown um, drone footage of the shooting of Joseph Rosenbaum, the first man allegedly shot by the defendant. Prosecutors argue that the clip showed Rosenbaum running after Rittenhouse, who then turned and fired the rifle 
at him. Others claim that, uh, claims, claim stated that Rosenbaum um, had grabbed Rittenhouse's rifle, and then it was then when um, shots were fired. A forensic pathologist from the Milwaukee County said that the footage does not clearly show whether the victim grabbed the rifle or not. The prosecution uh, rested on Tuesday after, um, after a week of evidence, which um, some witnesses seem to support Rittenhouse's claim of self-defense. So something tells me we're not at the end of that thing. So there will always be more to come. So don't worry about that because that's the way that it goes. Anyways, let's bring in Johnny Smalls real quick and let him tell you about the Market Beat Minute. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. Equities slipped on Tuesday, leaving the S&P 500 down about a half a percent at the low of the day. The question now is whether the move foreshadowed a deeper correction or if it's the start of consolidation. If the market is able to hold these new highs for a few days, the odds the market will continue to move higher will increase. Tuesday's decline, however, was sparked by hot inflation data, and there is an additional risk for the week. The PPI data came in as expected, but accelerated from the previous month and points to higher consumer prices down the road. The CPI is due out today and could confirm the market's worst fears. Consumer-level inflation is running unchecked. If this situation continues to run unchecked, revenue and earnings growth among the S&P 500 companies could come to a grinding halt. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, because, you know, we need what you have going on to be able to understand what is happening here. So anyways, Wall Street closed lower on Tuesday as the Dow fell 112 points, the Nasdaq dropped about 95 points, and the S&P lost 16 points. Investors grappled with new record inflation data, which showed prices were more than 8% higher this October than last year during the same period. Um but let's be uh, hold on let me finish this uh tesla plunged more than 12 percent, and this is the third straight losing day as traders debate of elon Musk's plans to sell a chunk of the company but here's the thing that i want to talk about of course things were down compared to last year i mean let's just be realistic because you know a lot of people were doing this thing last year where they were locked up not doing a lot of stuff uh, they were kind of like hanging out inside of their home uh, because there was this thing going on that was really popular at the at the time known as the pandemic. Duh. Uh, so I don't understand on how it can turn around and be like, oh, this is something uh, that's mesmerizing, that it's something that uh, is totally throwing everybody off of. Of course, things are going to be differently priced based on inflation uh, because of that. Duh. So just throwing that out there. Anyways, let's continue talking. More than 360,000 Kids ages 5 to 11 already received their first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. The smaller dose was cleared by the CDC last week on Wednesday, with jabs starting um, next the next day. Despite the surge of recent polling shows that around one-third of parents are hesitant to get their kids vaccinated. And another third um, have no plans to allow their kids to get the jab. So what do you think about this? Because that's going to be something to talk about right away. We need to um, have a better understanding of it. You as a parent, would you give consideration for your child getting the emergency use COVID-19 vaccine? Because you know that this is going to be a question for some time. And I'm not saying it's going to be a question of controversy, but it's definitely going to be a question that needs to go out there and people are going to need to talk about. 
I mean, think about it for a moment. Just the the level of how people are going to think about this. Just the level of what people were going to be willing to do. That's going to be the other side of the house of, you know, stuff to come up with. So I don't know. I mean, just just a lot of things going on in a very short period of time, it seems like. And things will come up and people will uh, will continue to ask that question. Anyway, as we continue talking, the SpaceX Dragon capsule landed safely Monday evening in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, the Endeavor crew returned to Earth after six-month stint at the Inter- International Space Station. Six months. Think about that. Six months anywhere. I can't even imagine being one month outside of my house. Imagine six months. I mean, that would be something. I mean, it's a few days and I get a little iggy iggy uh, about not being at home in some way, shape or form. Duh. So I don't know on how this will work. Anyway, so there you go. 29 minutes past the top of the hour. I think we're close enough to do the things uh, that we do around here known as our main story. So maybe it's time to get that rolling right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here we go. We are hanging, moving, and grooving. I don't know why that little screen keeps on popping up. Uh, So here we are moving and grooving, doing the things that we do and all that kind of fun stuff. So as you are aware, 30 minutes past the top of the hour, you and I are hanging out here on RadioBig.fm and SafetyFM.com. Uh, so I don't know. I've been thinking about this quite for some, quite some time. And I figured that today might be the day for us to go through and have the discussion. It might be the day to go through and say, Hey, you know, Hey kids, where are you? No one tells you what to do. You know, okay. Maybe I should be quoting song lyrics, um, as we are talking about it, but I want you to think about this. I want you to really give this some consideration as I'm talking. When do paradigm shifts occur? Think about this. I want you to take a moment and just really give this some deep thought. When was it that there was a thought that you had as a child that totally changed to the things that you do in your life as an adult? Like seriously, Because we go through changes like that. And it is a shift in how you think about things. So at what point did this occur? Because it happens all the time. And we always want to know the shoulda, woulda, coulda, and when can some of these things occur. But at what time did this shift occur for you? At what time... Did you start saying, okay, my brain is shifting from what I used to believe to what are from what I believed in the past to now what I am believing? Because this happens to us. These are the things that we go around and go, okay, this is a change. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes it takes some time to get to those shifts. It takes some time to go, okay, this is something that new that I'm believing in. Now, I mean, the easier step to talk about, if you really want to polarize people in talking about this, would be, oh, think about when you had political views that were one way and then they changed to another. You know, but that's me trying to raise Cain by bringing that up. But you could use this also as well inside of how you look at safety. Now, at some point, 
you probably did not give a shit about people being safe. At some point, you probably didn't care too much about that. And then all of a sudden, one day to another, you said, okay, this is important. What was the shift? What occurred? Now, listen, don't get me wrong. Most people do this shift because something close to them happens. It's kind of one of those emotional events that uh, would cause a paradigm shift for some. And let's just be realistic. That's the way that it goes from time to time. Duh. But the other side is also this. Let's think about the other thing. Let's say, for instance, at some point, you believed in behavior-based safety. And then out of the blue, you heard of human and organizational performance. And you thought that there was something there that kind of was uh, sounded a little bit better. There was something there that you said, okay, maybe this is a, a little uh, different than what I originally expected. So why all of a sudden did you go from one to another? Why the shift of the paradigm? In that case. And those are the things you have to think about. I mean, you don't have to think about it, but it's kind of how that paradigm works. To be able to do one shift from one paradigm to another or from one belief to another for that paradigm to shift back and forth, you have to give them something better to believe in. So why am I talking about this? Why am I referencing this? Well, let's talk about it. Here's the gig. Consistently, we talk about how we want to help our organization change the way that they do stuff fundamentally. That could be it in any scenario. But we mostly here on this show talk about the world of safety. Duh. So I, let's not get out of our realm here. But with that being the case... How do you shift the paradigm inside of the organization? How do you all of a sudden change that if you want to change the world of safety that's there? You have to give them something better to believe in. You have to give them something better for them to grab. You have to give them something better to get a hold of. Now, don't get me wrong. We could tie this into 20,000 different things. Okay, maybe not that high, but... We could tie this into so many different things. We could talk about, okay, I did not like this job that I had, so I changed my job because it was a better opportunity at another place down the road. And this could all, you could turn this into, well, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, and that's okay. But you have to think about this as well of going, okay, if you change this and you make it the good, the bad, and the ugly, when you change things inside of your life, it was because something shifted in your brain more than likely. And I'm talking about the ones that you, the shifts that you normally do by choice, not the ones that are forced. Definitely not talking about the breakups here. Hey, my, my girlfriend broke up with me. My boyfriend broke up with me. Um, so it's time to change. That's not what I'm talking about. But I hope that this makes sense, what I'm saying. Because I know I sometimes I can go off on these tirades that are relatively easy to lose. But for there to be a paradigm shift in anything inside of your life, you have to give them something better to believe in. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. 
We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes, cyber thieves around the world know Our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home, and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, leaving you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home Title Locks puts a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. 
Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. There you go. There you go. Currently 42 minutes past the top of the hour. In the arms of anger. This is by Under Earth. The song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Just in case if you're, you know, if you're interested. So that's what we have going on right away, of course. Anyways, 43 minutes past the top of the hour. You are hanging out with me on the Rated R Safety Show. <laughs> yeah, you know how it goes. We just do the things around here. Okay, let's bring that down. Let's bring that down. Anyways, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Under Earth for allowing us to play that one here as we are hanging out on this lovely, lovely Wednesday. Currently 43 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get you back into some more news because that's why you're here. You're not here to, you know, to to do the skedaddle waddle. Um, that's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about this. Let's talk about shooting some bull. Here we go real quick. Uh, COVID lockdowns led to a surge in sales of large ticket items as people look to make their um, home more pleasant as possible. But just as one, uh, one in 10 of us regret buying those items, according to a new survey, buyer's remorse has kicked in for some who admitted that uh, typically spending nearly $1,900 on lockdown-related items, hot tubs, uh, DIY tools, gaming equipment, home gyms, bikes, clothing, musical instruments, outdoor furniture, kitchen appliances, um, such as a bread maker's pizza ovens, and all appeared on the regret list. A survey of 4,000 people by Aviva Insurance uh, found that some people have already sold or given away the items that they regretted buying. Some use the money, which um, 
would have been normally been spent on holidays and social events to finance their purchases. Many said that they bought big ticket items with the intention of starting a new hobby. I mean, I think that that's kind of the goal of everybody when they start off with, uh, you know, with some of these things. So one of those hobbies was shopping online, apparently, as if you should really start thinking about it. And uh, let's talk about this. The only big ticket item I bought during the pandemic was a jar of almonds. So there you go. Um, what, what else? What else? What is the best or worst purchase you made since the beginning of the pandemic? Because that's the thing. I mean, let's talk about it real quick and let's not lie. A lot of people were taking uh, the money, the stimulus money that was being issued, at least in the U.S. that I spoke with. And they were just using it for the whole sake of um, turning around and um, buying stuff. I mean, sorry, but it's just kind of the way that it goes. Anyways, let's continue talking. Just real quick. The space race playing catch up. Yes, playing catch-up. Because you can never be uh, can never be enough stories about catch-up, the Heinz Companies has announced that it has manufactured catch-up from tomatoes grown on Mars, uh, a Mars simulator, that is. The experiment was conducted by a Florida Institute of Technology, Aldrin Space Institute, um, in a greenhouse dubbed the Red House. Using soil similar to Mars, um, the dusty, nutrient-sparse sp- um, uh, dirt covers of the Red Planet... The goal is that the project was to see the possibility as um, for long-term food production beyond Earth. The scientists say that the methods could also be applied to help grow crops here on Earth as the effects of the climate change worsen. Hines claims that the Mars edition ketchup is indistinguishably from the type of production of using conventional Earth-bound um, tomatoes. So I can only imagine at this point what the price point for that thing would be because that's going to be the other portion that we can actually talk about for sure because could you imagine uh here's the price point of what this is going to cost you here's the price point of what this is going to be anyways you thought that it was hard to you know to open the ketchup packets now try wearing an astronaut gloves um to get that done because i'm sure that that's going to be a whole other thing and then in an interesting note, good people at Budweiser developed a way to make beer on Mars as far back in 2017. So you can see what the priorities are now of the species lie. So let's just kind of be realistic. Ketchup is not that important, but let's, um, uh, let's talk about for sure the way that we can actually make some beer. I mean, we're, we're talking almost four to five years at this point. I mean, we're close enough to 2022 that we can say, start saying that anyways, uh, surprising uses for deodorant uh, i think we found this one and i said maybe we should talk about this because i think it's important so take a listen to this prevent blisters yeah this is not a joke swipe it on the part of your feet that gets um, that gets rubbed by your shoes works on thighs too don't ask me how i know that because that's a whole other thing gene therapy so let's talk about this if you're having problems in um, getting into getting into your tie pants rub deodorant on your hips and your jeans will slide much more easier i hope that the deodorant is still on um when you want to take them off because if not that could probably be an issue uh freshens the closet as well uh leave a stick of deodorant with the cap off in the in the back of the closet if you have your spouse's deodorant unless you're looking for uh, to starting a fight so there you go and then uh sue the mosquito bite as well an aluminum um, salt and the deodorant fight swelling and irritation they also keep you from screaming 
scratching because who wants, you know, deodorant under their fingernails? So that's some stuff to think about as we are talking. Anyways, let's get you moving real quick. Let's get some Johnny Smalls back in here. I think we're going to get some Johnny Smalls back in here. And we'll have him um, here in just a moment, I guess, talk about uh, what is going on inside. I lost half of my screen here. This is even funnier. Um, We'll have Johnny Smalls come in and have him talk about what is going on inside of the motivation minute. Because I think that, you know, that that could be important at this point. But I think that you're going to get to see my ugly mug um, during the standpoint of doing this. Because for some reason, I have just lost my total screen. So that could make it pretty interesting as we're doing this. Anyways, here's some Johnny Smalls just real quick. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Jenny. Les Brown said, you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. Oh, yeah. Great quote. I've been blessed to work with hundreds of small business owners, maybe even thousands. But when I read quotes like this, a few of them stick out in my mind. They're the ones that dove in right away when they were ready. They didn't wait for the perfect time or the perfect team. They hit the ground running and the rest fell in place in time. If you're waiting for something to happen before you begin, make this your call to get started today. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Okay, Johnny Smalls, thank you for that one. I think it's time to transition over immediately. And I say immediately. So let's get the wellness minute in here as well. So let's take a listen to what is going on there. The three foods that contribute. Wow, that jumped. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. One of the biggest enemies of weight management is high estrogen for both men and women. When we have high amounts of estrogen in the body, it means we have high levels of aromatized activity enzyme. It raises the amounts of belly fat, increases fatigue, brain fog, and raises cortisol levels, which pushes us into survival mode and makes us gain even more fat and burn out precious muscle that encourages our metabolism to fire efficiently. The three foods that contribute to increase of estrogen are carbs, non-organic dairy, and soy products. And the food that helps to eliminate estrogen is cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, collard greens. They contain sulfur and assist with detoxification, purification, and getting rid of estrogen. The best time to consume cruciferous vegetables is in the evening. Testosterone levels tend to be high during the day, and estrogen levels tend to peak at nighttime. For this and more information, please visit alessamorgan.com. Okay, thank you for keeping us informed on what is going on inside of the wellness moment. A lot of stuff going on, of course, on this lovely morning um, as we are talking. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. Anyways, let's get some move and some groove and all that other kind of fun stuff of grooving, moving 
and everything else. It is 52 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely morning. So don't worry about that. Anyways, before I get too far into this thing, let me tell you about the fine people at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled yourself with suicide or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information you can go to afsp.org that's afsp.org or call 1-800-273-8255 that's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word talk to 741-741 that should get you moving and grooving um, and also keep in mind too that you'll never know you know when it might be important to have that information to be able to share with others so that's something to think about as well just something that comes to mind as we are speaking. Anyways, more information, go to AFSP.org, AFSP.org. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world here as we are 53 minutes past the top of the hour. So taking a look around, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'll mention this because it did occur on Sunday. Uh, Dexter New Blood Showtime Revival serial killer drama Dexter drew in strong viewership um, numbers in the prime time on Sunday. The episode is projected to have delivered about 2.2 million viewers across linear and streaming platforms and is on track to become the most watched Showtime title ever ever on its premiere day michael c hall who starred in the original series returned for the revival so there you go anyways let's continue talking about some other things before we get you out of here just for the sake of doing so if you want to know something that happened back on this day let's talk about it let's see back in back in uh, how far do we want to go Back on this date in 2001, more than a month after the attacks of September 11, President George W. Bush goes to the United Nations to implore international assistance in the war on terror. It was the it was there that he pledged to take the fight to the enemy before they could do harm again to Americans, which would include the nations like Iraq. Bush um asserted the war was being waged against freedom and the civilized world itself meanwhile fighting had already started in afghanistan where it continues well so on and so on and so on anyways let's continue talking about some other things let's talk about some uh, birthdays going on today peyton royce turns 29 uh terry bridgewater turns 29 uh taryn Egerton turns 32, Josh Peck 35, Miranda Lambert 38, Ryback turns 40, Corey Gamble 41, Eve the Rapper turns 43, Ellen Pompeo turns 52, Tracy Morgan 53, Kenny Rogers, the baseball player, just to be on the same side, 57, Linda Cohn 62, Sinbad 65, Tim Rice 77, and Saxby Chambliss turned 78 today so there you go there's some birthdays going on if you're looking for some reasons to celebrate i can give you some of those because that's important today's marine corps birthday so there you go national forget me not day and national vanilla cupcake day 
Sounds a little boring to me, but hey, if you want to, if you want to go out there and enjoy yourself a, a vanilla cupcake, who am I? Why should I be the guy to hold you back from doing so? Let's not let me not be that guy. Anyways, let's talk about did you know? Did you know? Real quick, Elf on the Shelf, the popular doll that parents place around their home and the in the run up to Christmas to monitor if the kids are being naughty or nice, is the latest item that could be short supply this year. Thanks to the supply chain backlog, all kinds of businesses across the globe have been scrambling to manage a a stalled supply chain that created a serious backlog of inventory and major parts and a shortage of workers to deliver them. But the problem is particular um, harrowing to the companies that make highly seasonal products with the tight sales window, like Elf on the Shelf. Tell your kids that Elf is still judging them, but this year their, their dark shopping container is in, in its crown. So let's see how well that all falls apart when it's all said and done. I'm sure your kids are going to love you for that. Duh. Duh. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of this world. 56 minutes past the top of the hour. Let me give you some whack facts here on this Wednesday. The Hollywood signs weighs about 450,000 pounds, an average of 50,000 pounds per letter. Snails have teeth. The better combination of ugh has pro- can be pronounced eight different ways. Or O-U-G-H. If you want to just really think about it, uh, you can uh, buy a horseradish in ice cream in Tokyo. Using your car brakes generates enough heat to warm your house, and you cannot burp in space. Huh, that, is, that sounds like a challenge to be accepted. Uh, so there you go. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. If you need a random joke for today, I'll give you one. I installed a stripper pole in my bedroom. I needed something to lean on while I was putting on my socks. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. Funny or not, what is your phobia? If you need a question for the water cooler, try this. 21% of us refuse to eat this. What is it? A fortune cookie. Really? I did not know that that was a thing. People don't eat fortune cookies. I thought that people did. Up, oh, so there you go. Uh, what else? What else do we got here? That's it. That's pretty much it. Fifty-eight minutes past the top of the hour. Okay, so I will be going over to Radio Big, hang out, do the music stuff that we do over there. So if you want to come over, all you have to do is go to your web browser, type in radiobig.fm, and we will be heading over that general direction to do the things that we do. So you can come and hang out. Would love to see you. Take a listen to some music together and do that we'll talk about some other things that are going on inside of the world of the news as well anyways thank you for taking a listen to the show we can't do what we do without you the most important part of radio big and safety fm and that is the listener you know we can't do it without you anyways thank you for always for the support if i can leave you with a thought for today i would love you to love to leave you with this one to be successful you must accept all challenges that come your way you can't not accept the ones that you, that you can't accept the ones you like. So there you go. All the challenges in the world will come your direction. You will have to make that determination. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Hopefully I'll see you at RadioBig.fm. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.